Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is October 8th and welcome to Daily Dose. Today what we're going to talk about is uh, what I would consider the wedding passage ceremony. I don't think there's been a single wedding I have ever attended where this passage has not been shared. Um, And I'm not going to use it in a wedding context. I'm actually going to use this in a little bit of a different context, but the context remains similar to uh, a a For King and Country song called The Proof of Your Love. I hope that you've heard that song. If not, go and listen to it. Listen to that song today and allow it to encourage you uh, because just the chorus of this just just hits me. It says, let my life be the proof, the proof of your love. Let my life look like you and what you're made of, how you lived, how you died. Your love is sacrifice. So let my life be the proof, the proof of your love. And I love this song. I love we've, we've, uh, I think we've sung it. Um, if not here, I guess I've, I've done it in, in previous churches. Uh, but this is such an incredible song and I love for King and country, but we are nothing without love. If you have your Bible, open with me to first Corinthians chapter 13, first Corinthians chapter 13. Look at me in verse three. If I give away all that I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but I have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist in its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoings, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things, and endures all things. So this is the wedding verse. If if you've ever been to a wedding ceremony, you've probably heard this. The pastor will present this at at, at some uh, point of the sermon to talk about how love should be uh, selfless. And, uh, well, this is true. Paul is talking about this in the context of this, but what I want to focus on that verse three, if you have, if you give away everything, if you have given everything that you have away, but you don't love, you've messed the point. You've, you, you've, you've understated the power of love. In fact, D.L. Moody writes that God hates the great things in which love is not the the motive of power, but he delights in the little things that are prompted by feelings of love. And I love that quote from Moody because it's so true because we, we, we see this, uh, what many have tried to call a hymn uh, from Paul uh, about his prescription for solving the sickness uh, of the world. And that's just love. Uh, And I know that kind of sounds like a a weird uh, hippie theme, but what Paul's trying to talk about is love uh, equates into so many different things, but without it, we are nothing. You know, as that song that for King and Country shares is that we have to be the proof uh, that our lives should be the proof of his love. You know, if you have been saved, if you have, have, have been radically transformed by the love of Jesus, you cannot help but truly understand love because of the love that was offered you. 
You know, as we look at the lives that we lived before uh, Christ, I understand that love because, man, I did not deserve salvation. I was the last person that, that should have ever been saved. But God still saw fit to draw me to himself through his son. And when we think about this in the context of uh, everything, I want you to ponder this this sentence. If I deliver my body to be burned, but I have no, I have love, I gain nothing. You know, if we consider that that question, I think it should relative, relatively shock us, because in what ways am I living this out? If, in what ways am I living this exact out? If I if I deliver if I deliver my works, if I if I constantly serve and work and do all of the good things, in what ways am I doing anything for anybody? You see, when you have love, your words and actions amount to something, and they help other people. But it also puts a maturity into your character. Love works and moves. You see what was going on in the Corinthian churches. They were they were impatient and they were uh, they were suing each other. They were tolerating sins. They were creating new sins and they were creating problems because they did not love one another. They they despised their own people. But what happened is Paul is equating love here as the solution and drawing people back to himself. But can I encourage you this morning that if you've never experienced the love of Christ, you have no idea what love looks like. Maybe you're here this morning or today or whatever time you're listening to this and you're saying, you know, Pastor Clay, that, that's all great. But, you know, I've experienced what love can do. My parents were divorced. My grandparents divorced. I'm divorced, whatever it might be. Can I, can I challenge you that true love comes only from, from, from Christ? We love because he first loved us. That is the only reason that we can begin to, to comprehend this complicated emotion such as love is because he loved us. Can I tell you today that he loves you? And because of that, find your love in him. Hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you tomorrow.